we should call this 2020 a big pile of poop. <laughs> Or 2020, that's a lot of fertilizer. <laughs> what is up, everybody? You have found a penny for your thoughts. I'm Nina McCaffrey. And I'm Nina McCaffrey. With a real Nina McCaffrey, please sit down. <laughs> I am. Welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts. Brought to you by Happy Life Studios. Now here's Steve-O and Nina. So we're not at Happy Life Studios, but we're still trying to get this out because we feel like right now we need Penny for Your Thoughts and people doing stuff like Penny for Your Thoughts like crazy right now. I just feel there's a lot of stuff going on in our environment and our country and our world, especially politically. And you said something in our last episode that I really wanted to go deeper on because I thought it was so good. And you talked about something along the lines of, um, you know, with, our, with all the politics going on right now. There's a lot of unrest going on right now, and we need to be careful what we do in in these situations. We need to filter our responses, our choices. Is that a good way to sum up what you were trying to say? Yeah. I. So I left off saying in the last podcast that for anybody, but especially for people who struggle with anxiety or who are just very sensitive to things, you know, when there's a lot of stress going on in the world, very sensitive to it, which would be me. I'm talking about myself. Um, we need to get very good at taking care of our emotional health, our mental health, taking care of our spiritual health. And the way that we can do that is we have to manage well and we have to um, really filter what we're letting into our ears and what we're, we're watching Um, what information we're letting in because too much of the wrong thing can really set us off, can make us feel anxious and worried and stressed, angry. You know, you fill in the blank. Um, And this political climate that we're in is, is very, very heated. Um, It hasn't been like this in a long time and it's far from over. Um, And if we, if we want the next several weeks, several months, the next year of our lives, if we want to be able to live in peace and keep our joy, um, we really have to, we need to pace ourselves when it comes to all, the bombardment of all the information and all the stuff on social media and on the news and everything. We really have to be smart about uh, managing that. Yeah, I agree completely. I mean, it reminds me of the episode um, I did without you sorry, with um, Dr. Tai, you know, the whole um, parasympathetic versus sympathetic, you know, the two sides that we have inside of us. And the sympathetic is a fight or fight flight response. And the parasympathetic is a response that gives you rest, helps you digest. There's a lot of people with stomach problems going on right now because they're living in the sympathetic. There's a lot of people that aren't sleeping well right now. And a lot of it could be because they're living in the sympathetic. They're living in the fight or flight. They just, they just love the fight, but you can't you can't be living the parasympathetic and the sympathetic at the same time. So you can't live in anger and and to wonder why your life is unhappy. And you said something too about, you know, we got to limit, we got to watch what's right or stop watching what's wrong. And I think, how do you know if something's wrong or not? It's not, it's not whether they agree with you. It's if it causes stress in here, if it causes anxiety in here, if it causes 
negative response in you that you're having a hard time getting control of, then you should stop. At that point, that's probably wrong for you. Even if it's truth that's being said, then you don't know or, or you think it's not truth or it is whatever. It doesn't matter what the message is as much as it matters what that message is doing to you. That doesn't mean we bury our head in the sand. Or we don't listen to truth. But if I'm listening to something, I'm watching something, I'm doing something that causes loneliness, anxiety, anger, fear, worry, hostility, whatever the case may be, if it's feeding that part of me, then the other part of me can't get fed. When you feed one, you starve the other. So sometimes it's not a matter of just trying to feed the one side. You should just starve the other. So what I hear you saying is, is when this stuff is getting you amped up in a negative way, you should starve that. Just stop that. Yeah, it's a choice. You can give power to one or the other. Um, and we just need to remember that whatever choice we make, it's going to affect our well-being. And, you know, we talked a few weeks ago in our podcast about um, we have to own it and take responsibility for our own mental health and our own emotional health. And this is a perfect example because I think this can apply to everybody. We're all, you know, part of the same country. We're all watching what's going on. We're, you know, most of us are probably on social media. So I think this applies to all of us. We, we have to be smart and the most important thing is we got to we got to take care of ourselves first <laughs> and it's that's more important as hard as it may be for some of us um that's more important than arguing online with some people and i know like for myself recently like i you know some new stations that i follow on facebook it's just in my my feed it's just constant news, 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 and negative article after negative article. And then of course you open up the comments and it's just a bunch of strangers arguing back and forth. Oh man. Which is not healthy. And so for me, just, I think it was yesterday or the day before it's like, you know what, I'm going to unlike this new station because for me personally, and this is why it's hard because we, like we talked about last week, I really do enjoy talking about politics and stuff. It really is an interest of mine, but I have anxiety um, as it is. And if that is what I'm constantly feeding myself, like that's not helping, you know? Um, And so I have, I've had to unfollow some pages because I can't be bombarded all the time. Every time I open up my phone with all that for me, it causes anxiety it um, because then that's all that I think about. And that's just not healthy. There is more to life, believe it or not, than all the politics going on right now. Yeah. Are you kidding me? There's more and, to life than politics. You know, it's like we all hate politics and yet, and yet we fall for the whole, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, I, anyway, I'm sorry. I cut you off, but yeah, you're right. We don't like politics and yet we act like that's the only thing. And we're allowing it to amp us up and to bring us down and to, get us to separate from other people and drop other people. And I saw a post from a friend of mine who just said, you know, if you voted for this candidate, then you can't be my friend. And I'm like, I don't, I thought I was more important to you than a politician that you don't even know. Right. And that's silly. I, I, I think it's silly yeah. too. So, so you, you talk about, and you know, you know, you like the station and maybe when the politics dies down, maybe you can add that station again. But I hear you saying right now that station is working you up in a negative way. So you have to, so you're, you're, you're talking about, right now we're talking about starving. We're talking about starving the one side so the other side can at least 
catch up, right? So, you know, you, if, if something is bothering you, stop it. Stop watching it. You know, it's like the, the, the joke my dad always used to tell me. And he always told the same jokes. He was, he'd say, the guy goes into the doctor and he says, hey, doc, it hurts when I do this. And the doctor looks at him and says, so don't do that. And that was a, that was a joke, you know. And, but there's some real truth to that. And dad would always bring that up to me, and I hated it. But dad would always be like, if it's bothering you, then you've got a problem. So stop letting it bother you, right? We're more in control than we think you are. Yeah, we are because we, we're faced with choices every day. Like you said, okay, I can feed my anxiety. I can feed my anger, my stress, or I can feed the opposite. And, you know, we, one thing that I have learned about struggling with anxiety is when those feelings of anxiety come, and rush in and sometimes they quite literally do because we've talked about like anxiety is adrenaline in your bloodstream and so sometimes I literally feel the wave coming and you know I used to believe and sometimes I still struggle with I have to feel this way because I feel it coming on I have to give into it and I need I I have no choice but to let it snowball and I have to be miserable how many times have many times you said something like I couldn't help it? You make me so mad, I just couldn't help myself. That's and not true, is it? Is that what you're saying? That's a lie. That's not true, right? Yeah. So when these feelings rush in or these worrisome thoughts that trigger anxiety, it's whatever it is for you, like we don't have to let it keep going. Like we can stop, and I have had to do that this week. Stop and remind yourself. I have a choice. I have control. Like I'm actually the one in control. Okay. So I have this anxiety in front of me and am I going to keep watering it and let it grow and fester or I can choose to not think about that and not dwell on that. I am not going to feed it. I'm going to do, I'm going to feed something else. I'm going to think about something else. Um, because really what kind of person do we want to be? Do we want to be an anxious person or do we want to be a person uh, at peace? Right. Who's at peace? Who's at content? Who's at satisfied? So my question for you is, is kind of my, what I'm thinking when you say that I'm wondering about other people that are like me, when people always just tell me, well, just don't think about that. You know, like if Nike's just do it thing worked, then we'd all be in shape. Right. But I'm not because I can't just just do it. Right. So for me to. So I have an answer for this, by the way. But when you say, well, just don't think about that. Well, I can't just not think about that. I mean, you can't just tell my brain because my brain just never stops. Right. But we just got done talking about sometimes you have to starve the thing that's affecting you negatively. And other times you have to feed the thing that you want to affect you positively. So for me, I don't know about you, but for me, when I have to stop thinking about about something negative, you know how I do that? I don't do it by, by keep trying to starve that. I don't do that by keep trying to stop feeding that. I just start, instead, I'm going to feed the positive, right? So if I'm struggling with anxiety about politics, then I'm going to put on a funny movie instead. I'm going to turn off Fox News. I'm going to turn off CNN, and I'm going to put on a funny show, and I'm going to laugh, and I'm going to think about something funny. Or I'm going to go out in the yard because I, like I like to do yard work. I like to mow the lawn. I'm going to go out, and I'm going to mow the lawn. Or I like to go on walks. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to feed the antithesis. I'm going to feed the opposite of that. So 
I'm going to feed my mind other thoughts instead of going, I'm not going to feel about that. I'm not going to feel about that. La, 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 la. I'm not listening to you thoughts. That doesn't work for me. So I can keep trying to starve those negative thoughts or I can say, wait a minute, I'm going to feed positive ones instead and I'm going to do something that's going to cause me to think on something else that's positive. Whatever you put most of your energy into, like that's who you're going to become, right? So I agree. Um, so kind of like one thing that we, I think we can all understand is uh, social media, for example, take, take Facebook. They have their um, algorithms. And so the pages that you visit the most, they're going to show up more. <laughs> like, for example, on my Facebook, you know, account, I'm in several like political leaning groups but then I'm also in the group called Simply Vintage and Homemaking. So they're like completely opposites. Those are two things I'm interested. I'm interested in homemaking stuff and farmhouse decor, and I'm in those groups. And then I'm in the political groups. And I notice that the more that I click on the post from the political groups, the less that I'm seeing from the decorating groups, the homemaking groups. And the next day when I go on Facebook, what's at the top of my page? It's the news channels that I follow, the political groups, all of their posts come up first. And then somewhere in there is, you know, something from the Simply Vintage and Homemaking group. And then I notice when I start reading the Simply Vintage and Homemaking groups more, then the next time I get on Facebook, those are at the top of my feed. And so I think that's a perfect example. That's not just the Facebook's algorithm. That's our algorithm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like when the groups that are causing anxiety, you do, it's just easy for you to go click on the other group and go, I'm going to go hang out in this other group right now. Cause this group feeds me in a positive way. This group makes me feel better. And I'm, and so now you're, you're reading those posts and you're feeding those and you can't feed one without starving the other. You can't feed them both at the same time. You're either feeding one or you're feeding the other. You're either starving one or starving the other. When you feed one side, you're starving the other. When you starve one side, you're feeding the other. Exactly. And I like your example. Like if the politics and the news is making you anxious, I, I like what you said. And I do the same thing. Like yesterday, um, you know, I was on Facebook and there was political discussion going on. And I could tell, like, it was making me frustrated. And and I just felt that voice. And I know it was God tapping me on the shoulder, like, okay, you need to put your phone away. And so I put my phone away. And my favorite show um, is Family Matters, you know, Steve Urkel. I love that show. I grew up watching it. And, um, like, in the evening, like, when the kids go down or whatever, like, that's the show I put on, like, because I love it. And it's so funny and I laugh. And for me, I've recognized that's a really good distressor for me. Like I need to watch something that makes me laugh or, you know, I love to garden. I really do. And, um, you know, when my kids go outside and play every morning, when they get their little break from school, like I make sure that I put my phone away and I'm not scrolling while I've got free time while my kids are playing, you know what? And I go and I, put my gardening gloves on, I get my clippers and I just go and I, for the 30 minutes that I'm outside and I just kind of work a little bit in my garden or whatever it is. Um, another thing that I do is 
and I learned this from my anxiety class is, um, you know, negative thinking. You really have to, in order to change the habit of thinking very negatively, you have to basically deposit positive stuff into your mind. And the best time to do that is right before you go to bed. And because a lot of times the way, the way the emotional state in which you go to bed is probably going to affect not just how you sleep, it's going to affect how you wake up the next day and it just carries on into the next day. So I try very hard before I go to bed to not listen to, not read, not pick up my political books, not read, watch or anything that has to do with politics because I know I'll go to bed thinking about it and I'll go to bed feeling, you know, agitated. Um, so instead, and I've been trying to do this since my anxiety class is before I go to bed, I always try to watch something that's funny. Um, and so there are people like on YouTube, for example, um, that I follow that I, that I really like that have nothing to do with politics. Um, but they, they talk about things that are interesting and they're, they have a funny aspect to them. And I, I try to watch that before I go to bed. I try to put something positive into my mind when I go to bed, because I can tell the difference in how I sleep, um, and how I wake up the next day. And so those are things that I have been doing for a few years now and it helps me. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's never been easier because back when I was younger, I didn't have a thing called internet. All you have to, if you're struggling with anxiety, just all you have to do is Google or Bing or Yahoo, whatever, MSN, whatever. But all you have to do is type in positive quotes against anxiety or positive quotes for hope or go to Pinterest for goodness sake. Pinterest has so many thousands of positive quotes out there. It's so easy to find positive stuff to put in us right now that, that really we don't really have an excuse. All you have to do is type up. If I'm struggling with fear, then what's the opposite of fear, right? It's courage, right? It's being brave. So type in brave quotes or quotes about bravery and start reading them and then start saying them out loud and even maybe do what I did with Dr. Tai. But with Dr. Tai, it was audio. So we didn't get to do this, but I was with Dr. Tai and, and this is what he did. He did a, he did a, um, a box breathing technique. And this was in the interview with Dr. Ty. It's probably, I think it was episode seven, um, maybe eight. Um, but he, what he does is he breathes in slow for, we'll do this in a second here. He breathes in slow for five seconds. Then he holds it for five seconds. Then he says a positive affirmation and then he exhales it. So what I'm saying is, is you go online and you find, if you're struggling with fear right now, then you find a quote, just type up bravery quotes. When you find one you like, have it right there on the screen in front of you. And let's say, you know, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. Let's use that one. So let's, let's practice a breathing together, you know, and he always does a couple first. Um, so he goes like, he breathes in, holds it for five seconds, takes five seconds to let it out. He does that once or twice. And then he does it with the affirmation. So, I have nothing to fear, but fear itself. And you go to bed like that, it changes a lot. You're feeding the one, so you're starving the other. Versus going, I'm not, I can't think about that. I can't think about that. I can't get anxious. No, stop worrying about thinking about that and just turn your attention to thinking about something else. There was this meme I saw on Facebook 
a few weeks ago. And it's so true. It's And it showed a picture of some guy. And it said, out there in the world somewhere is a guy with no phone and he's happy. He's not angry because <laughs> he doesn't have a phone. And it's just like that guy out there in the world somewhere without a phone who has no idea about all the craziness going on in the world. He's happy. Is the craziness still going on? Yeah, that didn't change, but he's happy. I think that's like my challenge is let's try and and do that. And that probably means like that phone, man, like it's so small, but it can cause like a world of trouble for people. It can also cause a world of positive too. It depends. It's all the tool. It's all on how you use it. You know, Yeah. it's all on how you use it. Yeah. What you're watering, you know, the things in politics, they're always going to be there, whether, you know, you're in the middle of it or whether you're some guy on the other side of the world who has no idea what's going and on. The like, is, it'd be nice if we could, if we could all escape. I think a lot of us feel like to get happy, we have to escape, but that's not going to happen for a lot of us. We can, and I know that's not what that means, what, what you're saying anyway, is you, you can't necessarily escape, but you can control the amount of negative stuff that you're putting in you, garbage in, garbage out, but happy in, happy out, right? Um, but we at Happy Life Studios are all about, you know, um, you can learn to be happy despite all the stuff that's going on. You can't escape it all. You can't get rid of your phone. Maybe you can. I, you know, a lot of us can't, right? But if you can't get rid of your phone, you can still be happy despite, because you are, like you said earlier, you are in control more than you think you are and uh and but something else that you just said right now i want to tag on that you said something about you got a water water what did you say that's the challenge the circumstances around us are not changing so the challenge for all of us is you have to water the seed and stop watering the weeds say that again water the seed don't water the weeds it all comes down to what are we, what are we feeding? What are we watering? Um, and I think that is the challenge for us today. And challenge is a good word because it's very hard because there is so much that's gone on in 2020. It's been a very difficult year for a lot of people. There's nothing we can do about that. We don't have much control over what's going on, you know, in our world as far as like on a national level or, you know, whatever. Um, so I think it really is a challenge and it's a challenge for myself too. Like what are we feeding? We need to water the seeds of contentment, happiness, um, unity, and stop watering the weeds that cause us so much frustration and anxiety and anger <laughs> and take away the peace. That's a mic drop. Water the seeds don't water the weeds. And you know what I like about that is for my yard to grow, um, I need to do more than just water it. I need to feed it, right? And I feed it fertilizer. And what's fertilizer made out of? Poop. <laughs> yep. Yep. And 2020 has been a big old year-long pile of poop, right? But here's the good news about that. There's been so much going on. And, and I think, you know, I've seen the pictures of you know, people at, at New Year's flipping off the old year and, you know, walking away and all you can see is their back and two fingers up in the air going, see you 2020. And I know a lot of us probably want 2020 to get done. But listen, I mean, the good news is that's an awful lot of fertilizer if you want to look at it in that direction. And if you'll take your time to water the seeds, that fertilizer is only going to make those things grow. COVID can actually help us. The politics can actually help us. All the stuff that we're hating right now, and you just think it's a big pile of poop, 
you know what? If we will take our time and we will water the seeds instead of watering the weeds. And if we water the weeds, that poop is going to be, it's just going to be, it's going to, it's going to get worse, right? But if we take our time, because we're in control, and if we take our time and we water the seeds, then that poop's going to turn into fertilizer and we're going to have a lush lawn of peace, contentment, love, hope, conquer, win. I mean, that's it. So there's plenty of fertilizer out there. So let's take the time and water the seeds and not water the weeds. Yeah, I haven't thought of it that way. Yeah, 2020, it's a lot of fertilizer. I don't know what you call this. 2020, a big pile of poop. <laughs> <laughs> or 2020, that's a lot of fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And it reminds me of that Bible verse where it talks about, like, in hardship, basically, like, perseverance produces character (laughs) and um yeah I for me and my family it's been a very um difficult year right and it's been difficult for me and my anxiety and my emotional health my mental health like it's it's been very very hard um and when you're in the middle of it it's hard to see how anything good could come from it, how anything can grow from it. But I, I like what you said, like for me, that was a good reminder that, um, you know, I think I need to stop and look back. Okay. Like what good has, how have I grown through 2020? Um, and I'm sure if I take the time to really stop and see how, how I've grown, I think like I could probably say, well, I've done a pretty good job given given the circumstances and what's been put on my plate that I didn't ask for, I think I've done a pretty good job. And um, when the next year comes and I I am looking forward to 2021, I think mentally it'll be um, like, wow, okay, this is a fresh start. And honestly, like if I can get through everything that this year has thrown at me and my family like I think I can handle anything else that comes my way. Um, but I like that. And, and, and again, you know, we, we choose what we pay attention to. We choose what we let into our hearts and our minds, what we listen to, what we watch, we control what we put on our phone. Um, and like we talked a few weeks, weeks ago, we have to own it. And, and if I, don't want to be an anxious person because I don't, I don't like having anxiety. I can do myself a lot of help um, by making those choices to feed the good seeds and to stop watering the weeds. And it's so funny because weeds don't need that much water to grow. They grow fast and they, they take over the garden super fast and they require very little water. And sometimes they don't, they don't need much water to grow, but it's the seeds that you have to plant underground and you have to water and be consistent. And you know what I have found for me, I'm not an expert on lawn or anything, but you know, the number one thing that helps me with my lawn, the number one thing that kills weeds, it's a healthy lawn. When you have a healthy lawn, your weeds don't survive. They go away. They can't. But when you neglect your lawn, that's when the weeds go crazy, right? It takes so little work to get weeds. Weeds, like you said, weeds will grow on their own, right? People go like, well, I got a lawn of weeds because I don't have to do anything, right? (laughs) But if you will take care of your lawn and you'll water the seeds, the best deterrent to weeds is a healthy lawn. 
And there's a lot of things in our world right now that we're out of control of. We're not in control of it. But there's a lot of things in the world that we are in control of. We need to be reminded of that, that we are in more control than we think we are. So water the seeds, don't water the weeds. And all this poop that's been going on um, is only going to help us to grow a, a thicker, richer lawn. And so it has not been in waste as long as you take your time to take care of your lawn. Water the seeds. Don't water the weeds. Tomorrow's a new day. It's a new day. Every day we have so many choices. And I know tomorrow I have a lot of choices. And um, it really is a day-by-day thing. It is. You know? one choice at a time, one day at a time. And, and just, you know, just a reminder for people, like, especially when it comes to our phones, um, like you said, it can be a positive thing or a negative thing. We got to practice the skill of um, recognizing what's healthy and what's not. And, and have really have the courage to get rid of the things that um, are not feeding our lawn. It can be really hard, but we got to remember our, our emotional health comes first. Um, Cause if you're not doing well emotionally, like you, you can't, you can't be a good husband. You can't be a good wife, a good parent, a good friend, um, well, a good neighbor, a good coworker, yeah. a good employer, a good employee. You're happy. You is the best you. Exactly. There's so much going on out there and we can only control what goes on in, like in our home. And so for me, I have to remember, you know, I'm a wife and I'm a mother and there is a lot going outside these four walls in the world. And a lot of it can and has made me very anxious and angry and upset and frustrated, but there's nothing I can really do about it. And so for me, I just like to remind myself, okay, in these four walls, I have control of what goes on in here. And I want to be the best wife I can be for Tim and the best mom that I can be for my three kids. And so the pile of poop that's been put on my plate are these school shutdowns with my children being home. Like, I truly think it is a pile of poop. But I've had to tell myself there's nothing I can do about it. And so what I have been trying to do this last week is just, okay, how can I water the seed? How can I use that to water the seed? And the way that it's watering, I guess my seed is, wow, I have never had so much time home with my children. And I don't want to waste this opportunity. Um, and I have to look at it as an opportunity. I don't want to waste it. I need to look at this while, wow, like I have my children home. This is a time not to spend time with them, to really teach them to be with my kids. And, you know, there will come a day when they do go back to school. And I know, because I'm very sentimental, I know I'm going to miss having them home. Um, so that's how I'm taking the poop. <laughs> I'm trying to make it fertilizer and turn it into a good thing. And so I just encourage anybody who's watching or listening um, what is, I guess, the pile of poop that you've been given? How can you turn that into fertilizer and use that to to feed the, your seeds, to water the seeds instead of the weeds? And I would say all you have to do is water, and it becomes fertilizer. Water the right thing, and it becomes fertilizer. Yep. Um, so, Inanna, that was really good. That was so good. 
Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your wisdom, your insight, and for helping us handle our anxiety, our anger, our hostility, all that stuff. You're doing a great job. So thanks. And guys, for watching, listening, thank you very much. You matter. You're what's important. And uh, we need you. And we, and we want the happy you. So water the seeds. Don't water the weeds. Happy last studio.